Welcome everybody to Beauty IQ, the podcast. I'm your host, Joanna Fleming. And I am your co-host, Hannah First. We figured since we've got a bit of spare time on our hands, we'd interview some of our fave celebs and influential figures in the beauty industry and share those interviews with you. Don't forget to subscribe to be notified when a bonus episode drops. Oh, we're back for another bonus episode, Hannah. Yeah, this interview really brought me back to my childhood. Same. Because our next guest, Sam Harris, was, I remember she won the um, girlfriend model competition in 2004. So I, and I, that was around the same time that me and all my friends went to, I can't remember, it was one of the shopping centers, and we all entered the either the girlfriend or dolly model competition. I clearly didn't get through to the finals. <laughs> Why not? Um, I'm five foot five and a half, probably. <laughs> How old were you in 2004? Far out. So, oh my God. Stop messaging me. My dad will not leave me alone. Oh. Sorry. He's messaging me all the time. Just, Matthew, can you leave that in? <laughs> he just won't stop messaging me. I'm like, go away. Leave me alone. Let me live my life. Anyway, so. Um, um, I was asking you how old you were. So I would have been 16. Yeah, that sounds about okay. right. Yeah. Yep. So Sam is a ambassador for biology. And if you don't know what biology is, go back and listen to our interview with Ross, their founder. It's a really, really interesting brand. So what we love about biology, Hannah, is that literally every one of their products has one ingredient, which just absolutely completely blows my mind. Like their new cleanser, I got a sample of it recently and it only has soap berry extract in it. It's foamy enough on its own as a natural extract to cleanse the skin. Does that not blow your mind. I know I did. I I was trying it the other day and I was like, how does this work? But my favorite, I've spoken about the biology BQK radiance duo, because that's the products that I take on my little backpacking trips around Thailand, because (laughs) when I take my little backpack, that's the only thing that'll fit. So I'm a big fan of their radiance duo for, not that we'll be traveling anytime soon, but my fingers and toes are crossed. Mm. But anyway, I hope that you all enjoy our chat with Sam Harris. You were barely even a teenager when you were signed to an agency after being discovered in the girlfriend model search, which I remember really clearly. And you were only 19 when you were featured on the cover of Vogue back in 2010. Has that time just flown by? It has flown by because someone's celebrating their 30th birthday in a few weeks. So (laughs) I I look back to those photos now and yeah, it just blows my mind. Like when I started when I was 13, I don't think I realized how young I was. Yeah, it's just a baby. Yeah, I had a very nurturing agency and things like that, which was amazing. But I look back at the photos now and I was like, oh, look how little I was. I remember those <laughs> those girlfriend and Dolly model searches. Like if you're, because I'm 31, I was about to say 30 and I was like, no, damn, I'm 31. <laughs> they remind me so much of like my early teenage years because I used to just be obsessed with like those model, model searches. I think I actually went to one of the, like it was at a shopping centre. Is that where they did their um yeah. the search? Yeah, I think I might have entered one year. But um, <laughs> did you I think I did. Uh, I wasn't <laughs> successful, but um it was a good experience. Yes. 
That's the main thing. So we are going to get into asking you about skincare, but first let's touch on your modelling career. Can you tell us what that journey has been like in the modelling industry and any and, and sort of what have your biggest career moments been so far? Yeah, definitely. I started modelling, as you guys said, when I was 13. I entered the Girlfriend Model Search in 2004, so a very long time ago, and I was lucky enough to be one of the six finalists in the Girlfriend Cover Girl competition. Unfortunately, I didn't win, but I was one of the six finalists, so I automatically got signed with my agency, Chic Management, that I'm still with to this day. You know, it was just kind of like a whirlwind kind of thing. I was still in high school, I think, would have been year year eight, year nine, and just I would fly down to Sydney during school holidays, so I was still doing my schoolwork at school, so my agency was very kind of on to, she's still young, so let her lead kind of a you know, normalish childhood. I walked in fashion weeks. Um, I was the second Indigenous model ever to be on the cover of Vogue, which is definitely a major career highlight. I was being an ambassador for David Jones. Yeah, I've done, when I'm thinking, I'm like, I've done a lot of work. Like, how much time do you guys have? <laughs> <laughs> it's, been, it's been a number of years. <laughs> well, how did you manage that as a teenager going from, you know, your school in Tweed Heads, flying down to Sydney and doing major campaigns and things like that? Did you suddenly become like the most popular girl at school or did you fly under the radar a little bit? I did fly under the radar. I wasn't very popular at school, which anyway, <laughs> that's another story. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> yeah, I just, I guess it was kind of normal to me. It, at the start, it was a little bit odd and out of the ordinary because, you know, Tweed Heads is in a very big place and then you're getting flown to Sydney and, you know, you get your photos taken. So it was a little bit different at the start, but I was very excited to be a part of it all. Yeah, just as the years went on, it was just normal. Like it was just like going to the beach or something, like just getting on a bus going down to the beach because that's what, you know, my childhood kind of mm. consisted of. You've spoken before about how much of an inspiration your mum has been for you, not only just in your career, but in your life as a whole. How do you feel she has shaped your path as a role model to so many young women? Yeah, my mum, she always says that she knew that I was going to be somebody special or something like that. But um, when I was younger, I used to think, mum, you're just saying that because I'm your child. I'm sure every mum thinks that of their children. But even before I started entering the girlfriend model search, we used to do, you know how shopping centres have in-store kind of modelling kind of catwalk things? Mm -hmm. Yeah. We used to do that together. Because I'm the only girl, I've got three brothers. So it was like a mother-daughter kind of bonding time and I really enjoyed it. So enter the model search, the girlfriend model search and all that kind of stuff. So it was my mum, I guess I'd kind of say. She always had my back and, yeah, she's always been very supportive of my career, which has been really lovely and really nice. Yeah. You've spoken about this on your socials last year. You've dealt with your sort of fair share of, I guess, abuse and and racism online. What message do you have for people who kind of don't think twice before? I think you called them keyboard warriors in an Instagram post. What kind of message would you have for those people posting those kind of mean things online? I'd say to them, well, one, educate yourself, like, you know, some of the things that you were saying, well, one, they're not nice. And two, like what you're really saying, one, is very offensive and can be quite race, come across very racist. Mm-hmm. So I'd educate yourself in the particular topics you're kind of, you're talking about. And two, would you like it if someone was saying that to you? Like if you went onto your socials and saw a really nasty comment on your page, this person knows nothing about you or anything and they're just assuming what kind of person you are and just projecting their negativity onto you. Would, would they personally like it? I don't think so. So, yeah, think twice before you kind of 
post negative and nasty things to other people, I think. Yeah, exactly. Now, you recently started working with Biology Skincare. This is a brand that we've spoken about on the podcast in an earlier episode with their founder, Ross, which our listeners can go back and listen to. But can you tell us why you've become so obsessed with this brand? Well, I've started, I've been using Biology for probably about six months. So even before they've signed me on to be an ambassador, I've been using biology and when I first started using it, it was just amazing. It was like, it wasn't like any other skincare I've ever used. I love that they use native plant extracts in all their serums. I love their new cleanser that has just come out, their refresh cleanser. And yeah, it like, it generally works. I love supporting Australian owned and run companies. So yeah, biology is just an awesome brand. Like everyone's lovely that works there. And yeah, I, I literally, I can't say enough about them like I just love the brand as a whole does that mean you're a bit of a skincare minimalist because I find when I travel I always take my biology serums because you don't actually have to use anything else which I find really easy when you're traveling oh it's perfect because especially you know girls you you chalk up you know you stock up your toiletry bag full of everything and you only need you know one serum your cleanser your lip serum, and you're kind of good to go. And then you just put your makeup in. Are there any other skincare or beauty tips that you've collected throughout your career that you can share with us? I'm sure that you've learned so many things along the way. (laughs) This is a tough one. I have so many, but I feel like people will be like, well, we've heard that one before. (laughs) But, um, you know, remove all your makeup once you're done. That's a kind of a no-brainer. Makeup-wise, less is more. Um, I do love like a fresh, natural makeup look. And I've learned that bronzers are very versatile. So when I'm traveling, I tend to use a bronzer as an eyeshadow as well. Skincare wise, I'm very on to using my skincare. I use it morning and night. And um, well, Biology's range of serums as well. They've got so many different ones, like for luminosity, for radiance, um, again, the rosehip oil. And have you over your career had any issues with your skin from, you know, wearing a lot of makeup on runways and things like that? Have you ever had any issues with your skin that encouraged you to get further into skincare? I haven't had major issues with my skin, which I'm very lucky about. But again, wearing lots of makeup in shoots and things like that and on the runway, as you said, your pores can get clogged up and you also want to use something that's gentle on your skin as well, like nothing harsh that's going to hurt your skin. We're um, obviously going kind of back into parts of Victoria, going back into lockdown. How have you been keeping sane? Um, How have I been keeping sane? I've been watching a lot of Netflix series, um, (laughs) trying to train outside when I can, but I think towards the end of lockdown as everything was starting to open back up I kind of got a little bit over the outdoors exercising and cooking I actually do you know how everyone jumped on that bread bandwagon (laughs) yes totally I I did it (laughs) it was great I actually didn't realize I could make bread so just just (laughs) pottering around the house I was on the pasta the vodka pasta like vodka pasta was all over Instagram Oh my God, because Gigi Hadid, I think, did a vodka pasta. Very um, ISO, I think, to make vodka pasta. (laughs) Were you a cook before or is this fully experimental? Uh, That was experimental. I I do cook, but I'm not amazing. I just cook very basic meals. Yep, same. I think Hannah and I are both the same. (laughs) We're not very good chefs. (laughs) I feel like everyone has been either cooking, watching Netflix or doing face masks. That's like the top three pastimes of lockdown. Or TikToks. Or Joe has got now, has got like a TikTok, a serious TikTok Yeah, I've got a real issue with it. I'm not creating my own videos, Sam, but I just could spend hours scrolling 
on TikTok. Oh, okay. I'm obsessed with it. Yeah. Now, before we let you go, I did want to ask, because <laughs> you've been in the industry for so long, as you mentioned, you were only 13 when you were discovered. How do you think the industry has changed over that time? And do you think that young girls now are looking up to different role models than they once were? Like who were your inspirations in the modelling industry when you were that age? Um, my inspirations were Naomi Campbell and Tyra Banks because at that point in time they were the only dark-skinned models that I could see in magazines or, you know, you'd see them on catwalks and things like that. So I think the industry has changed. There are a lot. There is a lot more diversity within the industry, which I think is great, but I still think they can still push a bit further. So, yeah. It's going in the right direction, which is great. Yeah. Is there anything that you would like to see in the industry, maybe in the next five years? What would you like to see happen in the industry? That's a tough one because they're going quite well with diversity. They're going quite well with all different body shapes as well, which I think is awesome. Just keep going with that, I think. Just keep adding more and more to the diversity and to all the different body shapes so everyone can kind of, you know, appreciate it all and, you know, look at a model and think that's what I would look like in that outfit and, yeah visualize themselves, which I think is really nice. Definitely. Definitely important to see yourself in what you're looking at in the media, for sure. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Sam. It was great to chat to you today. And I think that a few of our listeners will be jumping on to shop biology (laughs) after looking specifically at your Instagram because your skin looks flawless. (laughs) I hope so. Thanks, Sam. The Keyboard Warriors on Instagram, I think that that was a really nice reminder for people out there that it's really easy, I guess, to hide behind the social media persona. I have just been seeing some of the most, I can't even believe some of the like things that I've been seeing on social mm-hmm. media, you know, like how influencers repost yeah. the DMs that they get and the comments that they get. And the post that I mentioned in the episode, I read through Sam's post, there was like a paparazzi photo. Mm-hmm. She said that that paparazzi photo like ended up with all this like kind of torrent of abuse towards her which is just insane Mm -hmm. and it really actually reminded me when she was saying that of a post that Jamila Jamil did on Instagram there's a series that she's done it's called gaslighting is the Instagram story highlight that she's got just go check it out Um, I think it's a really important discussion to be having and I just wish everyone could just be nice (laughs) maybe I can say this now but like sometimes I read some of the reviews we get and I just don't want to do this anymore. I'm just like, why am I like putting myself through this? It also does bring us back to a conversation we had with Michelle from Shameless as well. And they deal with so much negativity on all of their platforms. And she basically said to us, like, just don't read it. It's like, it's a lot easier. It's hard not to though. Exactly. And you know, that's easier said than done, but I think really good advice from her and from Sam as well. You know, think about what you're writing to someone. You know, I've seen even people I know be like, oh yeah, I DM this girl from Love Island because, you know, I hated her on Love Island. And I'm like, yeah, I saw that on someone's stories that I know. And I was like, are you kidding me? Yeah, no. I just was like, why would you do that? You know, you don't even know the person. They're portrayed in a completely different way. You don't know them personally. Just leave that person alone. There's just no reason to do that. So, yeah, I think a really good reminder from Sam. And, yeah, check out Jamila Jamil's highlight because um, that's a really interesting piece of content. We'll try, we're trying to get Jamila Jamil on this podcast, aren't yeah. we? <laughs> and J-Lo. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe and tell your friends. It helps other people to discover us. And also, we really want to know what you thought about this podcast. So if you can leave us a review, that would be much appreciated. Bye.